there. Psalm 68, stanza 19. If you don't have your Bible, of course, we do have these scriptures on the overhead. In the New King James, it says, Blessed be the Lord, who daily loads us with benefits. The God of our salvation. Well, forgiveness of sins is one of the benefits of belonging to Jesus Christ. The healing of disease is a benefit of belonging. And and there are many others. Oftentimes with a job, you get your salary and some benefits. Amen. Well, Psalm 68 stands at 19, if you put that back up for me. It tells us that God is the one who daily loads us with benefits. He does it every day. Well, the title of the message this morning is The Daily Double. (laughs) How many of you ever remember watching a game show and you ask for this particular number or this particular amount or whatever, and it'll pop up, to do, to do, do, to do, do, the daily double. And on that particular, if you get that one right, you get twice as much of what that question was worth. Amen? Well, I've got a word on the inside of me, praise God. God's saying the daily double. Not only does he load you daily, praise God, we're living in a time where you can expect double benefits being a part of the body. Amen? Amen. Turn back with me then as we started last week with a prophetic word. You know, at the end of each year, I turn my heart toward God, not just for the week, but for the entire year to see what it is that the Spirit of God is saying to us particularly. Obviously, you are the body of Christ. So what is he saying in the body of Christ? And I shared a prophetic word on last week, and we used Job chapter 42, verse 9 through 13, as the text or the basis for what God said by the Spirit. In Job 42 and 9, it says this. These were the three friends of Job. They came to him, and of course, they were trying to convince him that he had some kind of sin in his life. But one way or another, they got to the end And in Job 42, verse 9, it says this. It says, so Eliphaz and the the Timite and Bildad, the Shuhite, and Zophar, the Namathite, went and did as the Lord commanded them, for the Lord had accepted Job. Verse 10. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then his brothers and his sisters and all that had been his acquaintances came to him. They ate with him in his house. They consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord, and I add, allowed to be brought unto him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14. Now if you go back and read, he started with seven, but he got double. 
Now he's got 14,000 sheep. He had 3,000 camels, but now he's got 6,000 camels. He had 500 oxen. Now he's got 1,000 yoke of oxen. He had 500 female donkeys. Now he's got 1,000 in that regard. Next verse, and it said not only did he get blessed in that area, but even in his life relationally, he had seven sons and three more daughters. The Bible goes on to say that his daughters were the prettiest in all the land. Amen. Last week, for those of you that may have missed, we started a new series that actually became two series. On Thursday night, I picked up where I left off from last week. Now, I highly encourage you, if you've missed last week, even if you were here last week, make sure you listen to it. You can listen online for free and download it. Praise God. If that's difficult, talk to us and we'll see if we can make you a copy of it for free. But it's so important for you to get. Why is that? Well, we preach the message that's called, get ready for the double. And then we picked up with the story of Job on the subject, what about Job? Fear is a big deal. So the series we're doing on Sundays now is based on the word of the Lord, a prophetic word, which is about getting double for your trouble. But if you want to find out about Job, then come on Thursday nights. Amen. If you've ever wondered how it is and what befell him, and if God was behind actually bringing harm to teach him some kind of lesson, then listen to last Thursday night and be sure to be here on this Thursday. I'll be preaching on that subject. But let me go back for those of you, for all of us, and read the word of prophecy that came to me. I was preparing to minister, as I do every week, right in the midst of preparing a specific message the Holy Spirit began to speak, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord came, and I just began, I interrupted my, I actually typed it right in the midst of what I was typing. It said this, <clears throat> get ready for the double, says God, for the time has come for you to experience double for the trouble. Let me, let me pause. I don't want you to hear this as God's prophecy to me personally, because my assignment in the church is not for me personally. I'm here for your benefit. When I pray and meditate and get a word from God like I did yesterday, well, this week to preach today, that message is not for me. I'll listen to a message later for me. Amen. You know, I've got to get the word just like you got to get the word. Amen. I got to sit down and hear the word of the Lord. But this is God's prophecy about your life. I want you to hear it as if God is prophesying this to you because he is. Get ready for the double, says God, for the time has come for you to experience double for the trouble. When the enemy comes in like a flood, I raise a standard against them. You are the standard I have raised up in the days to come that all that see your life may know that I am the God of the double. You have stood through the test and the storm. You have remained faithful to me through the fiery trial. Now it is time for you to see me stand for you. Even as I stood for Stephen, I stand for you. It is time for you to see my faithfulness in your life. For I have called for the devil to be released over you. Windows of heaven that will empty out upon all that you have, resulting in twice as much. Twice as much joy, twice as much peace, twice as much favor, twice as much grace, twice as much blessing, twice as much reward. 
It is time for the double for you, says God. There will be some whose salaries double. Last week we had a testimony of a woman whose salary doubled. She wasn't even aware of the message. Uh, you know, the prophecy it came on the 3rd. By the 27th, she just testified. Amen. I hadn't even shared it yet with her. Some salaries will double. <clears throat> there will be some whose, whose bonuses double, whose accounts double. You'll experience double in healings manifested, deliverances by the double, salvations by the double, double the manifestations, and double the demonstrations. Even in your growth, you will double, says the Lord. And even in the church, your offerings will double, so you, and so shall your outreaches double in impact. For you will have double vision. Now watch this. God is saying you're going to start having double vision. He says, for you will have double vision where you, see, where you see both the spiritual and the natural of things pertaining to my kingdom and of things pertaining to your family or your life. Double vision means what you see times two. Rather than one, you see two. Rather than two, you see four. You'll experience this like never before. For I always call for you to have more. I am your God who is more than enough. So the time has come for your cup to run over with the double, twice as much. There are some whose businesses will double, whose clients and commissions will experience double the increase. And then there will be double in revelations and double in dreams. If you will ask or think of it, I will double it exceedingly abundantly and above all for there is now a double portion of my anointing on your life so prepare for it says God I'll say that again prepare for it says God get ready for the double hallelujah hallelujah man I can't read that without getting excited it is a prophetic word for you. Amen. I may not be a prophet to the world, but at least I'm used to prophesy to you. So in this series on Sunday, I'd love to take the time to really delve into the things about Job and what he experienced because at the end he got double. But we're doing that on Thursday nights. So if you'll honor me, if you can't make it on Thursday, go online. You can listen to it. Amen. But on Sundays, we need to concentrate on preparing ourselves for what God says will come in the season that we're living in right now. So when we talk about the daily double, it's about preparing ourselves to receive double for the trouble that we've endured. Amen? Amen. Well, turn with me now to the book of Hebrew, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 4. It's my assignment then to get us ready for the double. Now, how many of you all know that the spirit and the word must agree? Matter of fact, the Bible says that the spirit and the word agree in one. If you have a word of prophecy that you can't find any evidence in the word, you need to let that one go. <laughs> right? If it's just like, you know, somebody stop you in the grocery store and, you know, they got something prophetic they want to share with you and it doesn't line up in the word of God, then you got to let it go. But when you hear it by the spirit, and see it in the word, oh, come on, somebody. And so that's what I want to do today is begin to show you 
This is God's method of operation. I want to show you from the word in this series that double for, for your trouble is God's idea. Amen. It's not just for Job because God is no respecter of persons. If he did it for him, he's done it for you. Amen. <clears throat> and specifically today, I want to challenge you to begin to expect it. Now, this is serious, folks. In Hebrews 4 and 2, listen to what this says. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard didn't profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Now this scripture came because Almost 200 of us heard it last week. And the prophetic word is no different than the gospel. The word gospel, it means good news. And double for your trouble is good news. When I just read through that prophecy, that's good news for your life, for your family, for your, for your church. It's good news across the board. But notice, the good news that was proclaimed, the word preach means proclaim. The good news that was proclaimed was heard by everybody. But that word, which they heard, didn't profit them. Is it possible to have God prophesy such a good thing to you and you not experience it? Is it possible for God to declare that something good's going to happen to you, that you're going to receive double for the trouble that you've endured? Now, let me ask you. Let me just make sure I'm talking to the right group. Has anybody at any point in your life ever had trouble? Have you ever lost anything? Then God has prophesied and has now promised he's going to give you double for the trouble. Well, the word which they heard, it didn't profit them. It didn't benefit them in any way. Why? Because they didn't mix it with faith. So I want to show you today how to mix faith with this word of prophecy God has spoken over your heart. It's necessary if you're going to experience. You can sit and say, well, man, that sounds good, sounds exciting, and experience an entire year where nothing special or out of the ordinary happens and actually experience some bad things on the midst. All right? In Hebrews chapter 11, one of the first things you'll learn about faith is that faith prepares. Faith prepares. That's what God said. He said, get ready for it. He said, so prepare for it. Well, faith does that. Faith prepares. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, he says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of God, of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, he prepared an ark for the saving of his household, which he condemned the world, and he became heir of righteousness, which is according to, to what? Faith. Now notice how faith works. God spoke in advance before the rain, hundreds of years, or at least 80 years before it actually rained, and he told Noah to build an ark. Now he could have waited, well, I'll wait until it rains and then I'll build the ark. Well, it wouldn't have had time. To be. <laughs> then floating on one log, talking about, Lord, I missed it. <laughs> 
Not only, but it said by faith, being divinely warned about. In, in other words, this word of prophecy is an inspiration. It's an utterance. God is telling you in advance, I'm ready to give you double for the trouble. I've seen what the enemy has done in your life. I've seen what he's held back and kept from you. I've seen the turmoil that he's caused in your family. And I declare double for the trouble that you've experienced. So put it back up for me. Verse 7. So, so notice... That's the Israel, that's things not yet seen. By faith, he moved. You need to do something. Faith prepares. What I'm challenging you today is prepare your life for the double. You may need to clean out your closet. Because if your closet were to double, your wardrobe, come on, somebody. You need to have room to put it. Praise God. There may be certain things that you're not interested in wearing that much. I mean, you've held on to them because it's still good. Amen. Listen, when you're a believer, your clothes don't wear out. Come on. Your shoes don't. You got stuff that's 10 years, 15 years old that you still wear today because God's hand of blessing is on your life. But God said, get ready for double. There might be things you'll need to separate and clear out. Make room for more. I done preach myself happy. I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> Woo! Somebody say it out loud. Faith prepares. faith prepares. By faith, he moved with godly fear. He prepared an ark for the saving of his household. I started in Psalm 68, so I need to bring it back to the forefront of your thinking. In Psalm 68, listen to this. In stanza 19, it says, blessed be the Lord. And yes, we bless him. We bless him because he's good. How good is he? He's so good that every day he makes sure you have what you need for that day. Come on, somebody. He said, you don't even have to worry about tomorrow. For sufficient, hey, hey. He said, all you've got to do is get to today. Oh, my, my. He said he daily, every day, you can expect when you get up, there's going to be new mercies every morning. When you get up, there's going to be food for you to eat. There'll be, you may not be able to see it today, what will be ready for you tomorrow, but you can trust with God that he daily loads you with benefits. Now, so he daily loads us with benefits. Now, the concept and the idea of loading up what you need for the day, in the day that that was written, they didn't have cars and, come on, they didn't have computer technology. If they were just traveling into town from where they were, that may be a two or three day trip. So you got to pack something. You know, I've gotten a new revelation, man. I, you got to load up when you leave the house. We got an extra human at the house now. Man. You know, we took my wife out on a date. And, and my tag along took him with us on this ride. And I, you know, we running late into the movies. I mean, I have, you know, you got to grab this. You got to get pack, pack that bag and got to run back in the house. And <laughs> Come on, I guess you all already know. Man, I got to give myself a little more time because you got to load up. Dress yourself and dress somebody else. That's a lot of work. Well, God loads us. Every day. In that day and time, when they were traveling, they would have to take sacks and, you know, stuff to get there, stuff to get back. There's one occasion, of course, when Joseph was in Egypt. His brothers, of course, were back in their home in Canaan. And, of course, 
by the, the, the providence of God. They ended up needing to go to Egypt to get food, to buy food, and they kept one brother back and sent the other brothers back, and he said, except you bring your, you, you know, your youngest son and don't come back. You know, and so, but when they got ready to go back, there's something that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention. I pray that it'll bless you like it blessed me. I want you to look at Exodus, or excuse me, Genesis, chapter 43 and 11 and 12. They're packing up, and they're getting ready to go back. They're loading up, in other words. And their father, and I want you to see God, our father, like their father, because he's a good, good father. Come on, somebody. Their father, Israel, said to them, if it must be so that you got to go and do this, then do this for me. Take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry down a present to the man, or for Joseph, he didn't know it was Joseph. He said, take a little balm with you, pack some honey, take some honey down there, put some spices in there, load up some myrrh, get some pistachio nuts and some almonds. And look at verse 12. He said, and you know what? Take double money. He just said double money. He said, take double money in your hand and, and give him back what the money that he gave that was returned in the mouth of the sacks. And perhaps it was an oversight. Verse 15 tells us, so they did what their father said. Verse 15, <clears throat> so the men took the present and they took Benjamin and they took, y'all help me now, double money in their hand and they rose and they went down to Egypt. Boy, I'm starting because I'm looking, I'm expecting double. When I see double in the Bible, I'm like, amen. In that word of prophecy, he prophesied that you're going to have double money. Anybody ready for double money this year? Well, it's in the Bible. Hallelujah. He told his son, he, a father told his sons, he said, take double the money with you. Well, I believe for the double, praise God. Now, here's a unique connection between that and this. Faith prepares, but also faith takes. Somebody ought to say, hey, double money, I'll take that. How many of you would love to see your salary double by the end of this year? How many of you would love to see your annual income double? By, come on, how many of you would love to see your bank account just double? I'll take that. But hear me out. This is thoroughly scriptural. Faith takes the double when God prophesies it. I'll say it again. Got to mix it with faith. When you hear God prophesy, I'm going to give you double for the trouble you've experienced in this situation and that. Faith takes it. I'll take it. I'm believing for double. I receive that. See, when Jesus taught faith, one of the greatest lessons, of course, by Jesus himself on the subject of faith is in Mark chapter 11. It began in verse 22. They saw the miracle with the, with the tree. The, the leaves fell off the tree and it withered up from the ground. And they were like, the tree. And he says, listen, guys, have faith in God. When you say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, it will obey you. How did you do it? You did it by faith. You believed the thing that you said would come to pass, and it came to pass. It obeyed the, the tree. Y'all know tree. Money made by tree. Y'all got to help me now. Oh, now, if this upsets you, then come back next week. We won't talk so much about money. Amen. But the tree will obey. The mountain will obey. 
trying to get somebody to take this word by the, by the Lord and take double, praise God. He gets down to, to verse 24. He says, and it will be, you have whatsoever you say. He said, therefore I say unto you, this is God speaking to you, teaching you how faith works. Faith prepares, but the second thing I'm teaching you is faith takes. Somebody say, I'll take that. I prophesy double for trouble. I'll take that. He says, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you ask, that was a part of the prophecy. God said in the prophecy, ask or think it, come on, and I'll double it. I'll do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. So he says, what things soever you ask, when you pray, believe. The word believe just simply means have faith. Have faith. Faith prepares, faith takes. He said, believe that you receive. Now, that word receive today is vitally important. It jumped out to me. I, I immediately remembered uh, Kenneth Copeland's wife, Gloria Copeland, preached a message about faith takes. And she said this word in the Greek, and I looked it up. I looked it up yesterday for myself. The word receive in the Bible means to take. If I were to hand Reverend Robertson my phone, what would he have to do in order to receive it? He'd have to take it. And the Bible says, what things have you desired when you pray? Believe that you receive them. He said, believe you take it. Somebody say, I'll take that. Mm, somebody just take double money. Come on. He said double money. I take, he said, take double money with you. That's what God is saying. On your journey, wherever you're heading right now in this season of life, take double money. Somebody say, I'll take that. He said, believe that you receive. It means to take. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. It'll come to pass. You've got to believe you got it before you get it. That's how faith works. Amen? Now, the point I'm making today is very simple. It's this. Look for the double every day. It's the daily double. I was trying to get me a little YouTube sound clip, you know. <laughs> the daily double, you know. If he daily, if he load me every day, then I can expect a day. How many of you like to go shopping on double coupon? Do they have that? Anybody like a buy one, get beat BOGO? Come on, somebody. I see my shoppers out here. <laughs> what I'm saying, expect double. Amen. I like when you go to Kroger's and, the, and you get, you know, buy this one and get that one free. But here, I, I'm just going to start expecting. You know, they'll have a buy one, get two. Oh, I might start shouting right in the store. Oh, come on now. Why? Because it's happening. In the, I'm serious. Rejoice in the small things. Because you're expecting the big thing. If he can do it over a loaf of bread. Come on, if he can do it with a gallon of milk. <laughs> See, the problem is, I, I done preached this morning. I've been meditating on this all week, and I done preached myself happy. So I'm just happy right now. Y'all just got to bear with me. <laughs> Amen. So the, 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 the point of it is, is to expect or look for the double every day. 
That's why I'm putting it into your spirit, the daily double. So just your anticipation, expect, I'm expecting double for my trouble. Even when trouble shows up, you need to say, you know what? I'm getting double for this trouble too. Here's a word in Acts chapter 3, verse 5. Well, actually, I'm going to jump down to 16, and then I'm going to go back to 5. But there was this man that received, he took his healing by faith. Because again, the word receive means to take. This man was lame. He couldn't walk. I don't know what symptoms of sickness and disease, excuse me, symptoms of sickness and disease you've dealt with. But I'm about to show you a man that took his healing by faith. The Bible tells us that it was by faith. It says, Peter proclaimed, he says, in Jesus' name, it was Jesus' name, his name, through faith, this man had faith in the name of Jesus. Ah, come on, come on. When hands are laid on you and that person says, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Come on, when you lay hands on your child and you say, in the name of Jesus, listen, child of God, you can have faith in the name. If you use that name, you can use it with authority. Hallelujah. Well, it was the, it was the name of Jesus, but it was also through faith in the name that this man was made strong, whom you see and whom you know. He says, yes. The faith which comes through Jesus has given this man perfect soundness in the presence of us all. How did he get his healing? Somebody say through faith. Now y'all see that. Now let's go back. Of course we know the story. He was laid in arms at the gate and Peter was going in. And Peter said, look on us. And the man looked up. Matter of fact, verse 5. And he gave them his attention expecting, oh, if you got a Bible, you can underline. I don't need to underline it because it's written in my heart. Look at what this man, because the, the, the man didn't say nothing about faith. I'm trying to show you what faith looks like. What does faith look like? Because again, faith prepares, faith takes. But what does faith look like in somebody? This man is sick, can't walk, asking for money. He has an encounter with an anointed man of God, who told him to look on us, and when the man looked on him, he was expecting something. Come on, I hope you come to church, that when you come to church, you come expecting. Come on, come on, come on, that you're expecting. And that's what God is saying. He's saying prepare for it, expect it. You see it come in the door, you expect it. Amen. Don't just go to the mailbox. Oh, expecting. Did you check the mailbox? What for? <laughs> I'm expecting a check in the mail. You ought to, I'm serious. You ought to open your mail with expectation of something good happening, not something bad. Amen. Put it back up for me. <clears throat> so he gave them his attention, expecting to what? Now watch, that word received means to take. He looked up. Now these men have been moved by miracles before. These men were with Jesus. They cast out devils. They laid hands on the sick and saw them recover. Maybe it's his day. Glory to God. He's looking up, expecting something from them, and his healing happened just like that. 
Turn with me to John chapter 16. We're almost done. I hope you got what you came to get. The daily double. Faith prepares. Faith takes. It expects. In John chapter 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken to you. Pause. Always insert yourself in the scripture. I mean, kind of visualize yourself, Jesus talking to you when he says it. Amen. In out of context, the things that he has been saying to us through this message fit perfectly here. The things that God is saying to us that have been spoken to us is so that in him we might have peace. I feel better about this year because of what he said. It may not look any better. The house may not look any better. The car may not look any The family may not look any better. But because he prophesied, I've got peace. That everything, even if I am right now in the midst of trouble, I've got peace that I'm going to make it through. He said, these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. But then watch this. He says, now, <coughs> in the world you will have Tribulation in the New King James, in the New International Version, it literally says you will have trouble. Tribulation is trouble. Trial and tribulation. Now, with this prophetic word, I just need to give you an advance notice. This does not mean you're going to be exempt from trouble this year. Just because God prophesied double for your trouble don't mean that your troubles are over. He told us, amen, 2,000 years ago, that as long as you live on this planet, there's going to be some trouble. Isn't that right? He said, in the world, you will have trouble. I'm glad he didn't stop there. Woe is me. Oh, man, I had peace, but then I took it away. No, but he didn't stop there. He says, but be of good cheer. You know, cheer is one thing, but he said, be of good cheer. That's happy, happy. I'm happy, happy. Come on, I'm happy, happy, happy. What's wrong with you? No, I'm just happy right now. I've got good cheer. Why? 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 Because I have overcome the world. When I received this, this, this word came to me to give to you. When I received it, I saw him saying, in the world, you will have trouble, but be in good cheer. I'm giving you double for your trouble. Let trouble show up today. Come on. You can, hey, you can go to work this week, and they can come to you with a problem. They can come with you with some trouble. You ought to just laugh like, oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Why? Because you're going to get double for that. You let something break off. You let something jump off wrong this year. You ought to start shouting. Come on, somebody. You ought to start rejoicing. Why? Because you, hey, you get double for your trouble. Let something drop. Let something be lost. Let something break. If it would, come on. Gonna get double. TV went out. Now I got a TV in the bedroom and the bed. Come on. <laughs> I'm prophesying that's what it'll be like, praise God. You let something don't do right. 
Why? I'm expecting double for that. Don't fret. Don't have any anxiety. He doesn't promise that you'll float through life and everything will be easy. But the moment trouble shows up, come on, come on, come on. I'll take double for that, Lord. Anybody else with me? Let me close up with these last two. Psalm 138, stanza 7. I'm just going to look at stanza 7. We can read the whole chapter. But in Psalm 138, man, I was thinking about all of what Job went through. I mean, you know, people who claim, oh, I'm just an old Job. Really? <laughs> this man, he was upright, blameless, living for God, hating evil, and he ran into a whole host of trouble. In one day, all of his stuff got stole. Anybody ever had a break-in? Man, you feel violated. I'm serious. One time I come home on Thanksgiving, and Man, they wrecked the house, threw everything. It was just so bad. I had never had a burglary before, but man, just felt, I, I felt violated. Just rummaged, just threw everything. That was in Detroit. That's why I knew it. <laughs> y'all just, man, told you I'm real happy now. You feel violated. This man lost everything in one day. Then all of his 10 kids died. Then he got sick from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet with sore boils. Come on. I was thinking about that, and this verse come to me. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you might be in some trouble right now. You might be in a situation where you, you're so deep in it, you can't see out of it. Notice what the word of the Lord says. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, God, you will revive me. You'll stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and with your right hand, you'll save me. That's God's word to you. I see it right in the midst of Job's situation when you see that the Lord turned again Job's captivity when he prayed for his friend and the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. I see God stretching out his hand against that sickness on his body. He got healed. I see God stretching out his hand upon Job's life. He ended up with seven more sons and three more daughters. Praise God. I see God stretching out his hand over his enemies that stole, and he ended up with twice as much as he had before. You know what they said about the daughters of Job? That they were the fairest in all the land. Now let me help you because that's King James Version. Today, we would say they were the finest. You don't call a woman fair. You know, well, she's fair. She's fair. Come on, somebody. Some of you have had, uh, Sherelle, if you could play softly for me. Some of you have had situations in relationships that were just lost. Talk about violated. In relationships, something was stolen. 
expect dumping. You, 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 you endured divorce. Went through. What's, an un, what's an unimaginable? a word of prophecy for you. Expect double. That the next guy will be twice as good. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That the, that the next man, he, he, I'm telling you, be twice the man that the other man was. Can I just minister to somebody? Get double for your trouble. Don't let something happen in your life. You know, well, I'm just content with where I am. No. Believe for double. Think about it. Think about it. Again, he, he, he had ten, 10 kids, and, and he got these other 10. And the Bible points out that these daughters, amen, they were prettier than the ones before. <laughs> Even in relationships. Last but not least, and this is a stronger word of pro prophecy, that confirms the word, it's in Exodus 16, 5 through 22. Exodus 16, I want to look at verse 5 and 22. It says, and it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in. And it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Now think about this for a moment. How many words in that one verse have we meditated on in this one message? Faith prepares. To receive means to bring it in, to take it in. And it's twice as much. Didn't the Lord turn Job's captivity, gave him twice as much as he had before? Even the word daily is there. Now I'm, I'm about to prophesy at a higher level. It says it shall be on the sixth day that they shall gather twice as much daily as they gather daily. Look at verse 22. Verse 22 says, and so it was on the sixth day that they gathered twice as much bread. On the sixth day. They got two omers for each. We even talked about two for one today, didn't we? They got two omers for each one. And the rulers of the congregation came and they told Moses. From Adam until today, it's been about 6,000 years. Now, the earth has been around for probably more than 25 million years. The Bible said that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. But then in verse 2, something weird happens. The, word, the, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the... Listen, nothing God creates is without form and void. Come on, somebody. Something must have happened between verse 1 and verse 2. We know that. I believe with all my heart, the, the, the scientists say that a meteor hit the planet, a plume of dust filled the atmosphere, blocking out the sun's rays, and they, the, they say that the ice age happened, all of the dinosaurs were killed, et cetera, et cetera. For me, I know the scripture says that I saw Satan fall from heaven like light. He was cast down into the earth. You want to say a meteor hit the earth? Well, meteor Satan hit the earth. All the dinosaurs and everything on it was destroyed, and Satan cometh to steal, kill, and destroy, et cetera. But here's the reality. 
God separates the waters, the light, all of that. He brings perfection back into a place of chaos. And he puts his man there. From that day to this day was 6,000 years. Here's the other amazing reality. The Bible tells us that a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. It's been about 2,000 years since Jesus. If you go back 2,000 years before that, you'll find Moses. And then 2,000 years before Moses, you'll find Adam. What does that mean? We're living in the sixth day. And God says, I want you to gather up twice. It's a prophetic word. It's a prophetic word. Expect twice for the trouble. Did y'all get anything out of that? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for such an awesome demonstration of your love to us through your holy written word. We receive it today, Father, in our hearts. Show us. Reveal in us. Remind us as we expect double in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, while every head is bowed and every eye is closed in prayer, no one looking or walking, you might be here today.